You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym and you don't know what to wear even though your closet is full and your drawers are so stuffed that they won't shut you feel like you have nothing to wear and you're so bored of all of your clothes this is why crystal kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life from hoodies leggings and t-shirts to joggers crop tops and tank tops crystal kiss has you covered Offered in so many designs, Crystal Kiss can make you stand out and feel dazzled. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. Follow me on Patreon for bonus Murder Speaks episodes. I left the link in the show notes. So today's real crime story is about 61-year-old Anita Dunn of Bell Center, Missouri. Anita was a lively and joyful woman. She worked at Freeman Hospital West. She cleaned hospital rooms. Her husband was sick and passed away. So it was just her and her dogs. Anita rented a small apartment from Todd and Linda Greathouse that was located behind Todd's and Linda's home. The day before Memorial Day, Linda and Todd went out to eat. And when they got home, Linda tried calling Anita, but it went right to voicemail, which was odd and Linda was worried because Anita usually answered her phone. So Linda asked Todd to bring Anita her mail. And when Todd went to bring Anita her mail, she wasn't there. But her dogs were there, which was odd because Anita wouldn't leave her dogs. She treated them like her children. So on May 30th, 2016, Linda and Todd went to the police to file a missing persons report. The day before Anita was reported missing, somebody turned in a missing wallet belonging to Anita Dunn, and it had Anita's ID in it that listed Todd's address. The police went to the residence. There was no signs of a struggle, no blood, and no signs of foul play. The police sent detectives out to canvas the area. A few people said they saw a middle-aged white male at Anita's house. He had a goatee and long hair. Apparently, when Anita worked at the hospital, there was a creepy co-worker stalking her. So she ended up getting a gun. Anita's car was missing. The police were wondering if somebody took the car to hide evidence. Turns out, Anita's brother-in-law took the car because he was a co-signer on it. But the police were suspicious. The police searched Anita's car. Her brother-in-law told police that the last time he saw Anita was the 26th when they went to the casino. She left before him because she had to work the next day but her player's card wasn't used. The police followed up with security at the casino, and it turns out there was nothing out of the ordinary about that night. The police got the last known location of Anita's phone, and it led to an abandoned mine shaft that was full of stagnant water. June 2nd, 2016, the police started to search the area. It was really hot, and there was a lot of vegetation and bugs. The police found a cigarette butt and some wire. They searched the mine shaft. The water was cold, 
Police set up an underwater camera and observed an unidentified female body that was weighed down by a few stones. Then divers went into the water and within a short time, the body of the victim was lifted from the water. An autopsy later confirmed it was Anita Dunn and she was strangled to death. The police talked to Linda and Todd because they're the ones who reported Anita missing. Anita's body was found on Hillbilly's pumping property and Todd worked there. The police talked to Todd's sister. Linda and her had had a big fight about a month ago. Big fight. I mean, there weren't no fisticuffs or nothing, but Linda hadn't spoken to her in months. Just my gut feeling, and I'm not trying to make excuses. Linda's a bigger lady, and Todd, he's not into bigger women. Mm -hmm. Anita's a little skinny, cute little thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie to you, because okay. I can't. Apparently, Anita was having problems with Todd, who was her landlord. Like, he would be in her apartment when she wasn't there. Just a few days after the crime, the authorities received a phone call from a local pastor who claimed Todd admitted about the killing. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fit true to size and last several washes. For a night out, throw on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the U.S. get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of True Crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. Todd admitted to murdering Anita to his wife and his sister, and his sister later admitted the crime to her pastor, who contacted the police. The police arrested Todd. I went to retain the lawyer this morning. He did advise me not to say anything. At first, he wanted a lawyer. Then he called his wife, Linda, and she told him to explain everything. Linda, I'm so sorry. Todd, listen to me, please. Yes. Yeah. I know you're so then he started talking he explained what happened according to todd on the day anita was murdered todd went to her house to have sex with her i'm just gonna be honest beat through the chase and tell you what the hell happened that's all i want to okay I did kill this woman. We've known Anita for a long time, and something happened between us, you know? We had sex one time. You know, I told her, my wife can't know about this, Anita. The night she died, I snuck out of my house and went to see her. We started talking, we was having coffee, and, you know, she wanted to tell my wife. When she told me that, I started to panic. I'm like, you can't tell my wife. You promised me to tell them the best. And I slapped her real hard. And I started choking her. 
But that lamp was sitting right here. And I grabbed it and I wrapped that cord around her neck and was squeezing it. I remember hearing something pop. I don't know if it broke her neck or not. And she started convulsing. And I laid her in the floor right here. I cut the cord off the lamp with my pocket knife. And I took the lamp in here. And it was in the top left hand part of this closet. Through the purse in there. The cell phone's probably still in there. I found a big rock back here. It's going to be a big square rock. I passed her to that rock. I didn't want to just throw her in the hole and her be floating around. According to Todd, they were having a brief affair. Anita Dunn's family has claimed that there was no affair, as alleged by Todd. As Anita was not the kind of woman who would have an affair. According to Todd, Anita decided that she was going to tell Todd's wife about the affair, and the two of them got into an argument. And Todd begged her not to say anything. Todd claimed that Anita put a handgun on the table. Todd took that as a threat. So things went bad very quickly. Todd slapped her, then choked her with his hands. He tried choking her with a kitchen towel, followed by an electric cord from a lamp. After he killed her, he put her in the back of her car and drove to a nearby abandoned mineshaft and disposed of her body there. He took the police to where he dumped the body. So Todd killed Anita and for the next two days acted like he had nothing to do with Anita's murder. The police found Anita's handgun at Todd's place of employment. November 6, 2017. Todd Greathouse was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Todd Greathouse has tried to get his sentence overturned, but his petitions have not been accepted. Although his prison data seems to be inaccessible as of the present, Todd appears to be spending his days in a Missouri prison. He continues to be in prison as of today. Todd Greathouse was a former convict who was sentenced to 50 years in prison on charges of second-degree murder in Shelby County, Tennessee. He was paroled eight years before the murder of Anita Dunn, and his parole was also allowed to be transferred to Missouri with the aid of an interstate compact. In March 2016, a couple of months before the murder of Anita Dunn, Todd Greathouse was caught in possession of drugs, but his parole was not revoked. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. Also, please follow me on Patreon for bonus Murder Speaks episodes. I left the link in the show notes. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.